USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is a show brought to you every Sunday morning on WBSM Radio. And it's brought to you by USA Wealth Group and the folks who work there. My name is Ray Lance, and I'd like to say a good, warm welcome to Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, and good morning, everyone listening. So uh, this morning, as we begin, I want to start out with a quotation, which I don't usually do, but I thought this was... Very helpful, because this is a quotation that's, uh, well, let's see, more than 2,000 years ago, I guess. Where there is an income tax, the just man will pay more and the unjust less on the same income. Was that Ben Franklin? No, that was Plato. <laughs> so, I'm kidding, only because of the last radio show that we did, you asked me to guess, and yes, I know that you said 2,000 years ago. So 2,000 years ago, uh, Plato said this. So people have been thinking about income tax for a very long time, haven't they? They have, and what's the old saying? There's only two certains in life. Two certainties in life, <laughs> death and taxes. So who said that one, Pete? That I don't know. Was ben it Ben Franklin? Franklin? <laughs> he said, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. You know, I spend so much of my time during the week, during the year, trying to stay current on taxes. It's really a very difficult thing. I don't think there's anything more complicated than the income tax. It's a puzzle that you love and you love to solve, and we love to help you out with here at USA Wealth Group, but you have a certain knack and a certain love for taxes, yes. I mean, um, I don't know anybody else who every single year takes part of the Heckling Tax Institute and sits there for eight, nine hours a day, Monday through Friday, um, yeah. So I do certain things every single year to try to stay as current as I can. Number one, I read the Wall Street Journal on a regular basis. Number two, I subscribe to the Kiplinger Tax Letter, which comes out uh, every couple of weeks. Number three, I go to the Heckling Estate Planning Conference, which I think is the best estate and tax planning conference in the country. It's once a year, usually uh, put on in Orlando. I did it this past year. Um, virtually on the computer. And you did it virtually once before in 2021, I believe, when they weren't having it live because of COVID still. Right. And lots and lots of other things. I also um, subscribe to a lot of material from a company called Horse's Mouth. Odd name for a company, but they have good, useful tax information and especially Social Security um, information and something that we pay for monthly uh, in order to have the most up-to-date Social Security software in order to run certain scenarios for um, all of our clients. Right, and we also uh, handle uh, our business a lot through our main wholesaler, which is Advisors Excel out of Topeka, Kansas, and they do constantly things to upgrade. So as we begin this morning, I'd like to make very clear that although we do a lot to stay current on everything, it's a nonstop job. The Internal Revenue Code is truly one of the most complicated things anybody ever wrote. And although we do a lot of uh, tax planning with our clients, and it's a very important part of what we do for you, um, we are not CPAs, so we don't uh, file income tax returns. And uh, for more complicated cases, we usually recommend involving a CPA. Mm. But we don't give any advice over the radio. We can only give advice in person. We don't talk about particular products on the radio. We're not allowed to do that. Uh, we can only do that if we meet with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, Peter, you have certain securities licenses. I have a couple of law degrees, and one of which is a Master of Laws in Taxation. And perhaps that's why I enjoy taxes as much as I do. Well, you certainly do. Again, it's it's a puzzle that you love to solve, and, and sort of the more complicated, the more fun for you sometimes. It's kind of odd, but, you know, it is something that you enjoy. Same thing with mom and um, certain applications that she has to file for clients. 
She says that they are a puzzle that she enjoys, and the more complicated and the lengthier, the better. Mm. Well, we haven't even gotten into what our show is going to be about, and we're already almost halfway through the first segment. Well, I'm going to ask you a question right now, Pete, and maybe we'll try to think about asking this again at the end of the show. Do you feel secure about taxes? That sounds like an adult diaper ad. I don't know. It's just the way that you <laughs> does, the it? way that you phrase that. <laughs> well, we have something in this country called the Secure Act, and the original Secure Act was approved in 2019, and it stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. So, if you ever wondered what the Secure Act stood for, it's setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Somebody got really excited when they came up with that. Well, they, they really work hard to take unusual pieces of legislation and give a specific name to it. Usually it's to make it sound more pleasant. Like, do you feel more secure after the SECURE Act was passed? Well, they, they, they never give something without taking something away. So we'll go into details about the SECURE Act, the 2019, and then the new 2.0 version. Um, but no, they, they will do some things that make it sound like they're doing something nice for you know, us and everybody in the community, as they say, uh, but they always take something away at the same time. Well, we'll have to think of some other unusual names for creative congressional legislation, usually done at the very last minute. So anyway, and let's come back to some history. In 2019, we had the original SECURE Act passed. And uh, that was just before the pandemic started in this country. Uh, last year, in the year 2022, the SECURE Act 2.0 was passed, and it wasn't signed into law until December 29th, 2022. And that's when the president signed it. It has roughly 100 new provisions, mostly dealing with retirement plans. And uh, we have to talk about some of these changes today. We can't possibly cover it all. But the most important piece of advice I'm going to give today is get professional advice and get professional answers when you're looking to solve some tax questions. We're looking to have some uh, seminars coming up in the next few weeks and one of the topics that we're um, floating about. And actually, give us a call um, or send us an email and let us know what you would like to hear us talk about at our upcoming seminars. But what we're thinking about doing is doing a whole Secure Act 2.0 um, series of seminars along with some uh, information at the end about Social Security. Um, so give us a call or send us an email about what you would like to have us discuss at our upcoming what, what, seminars. What number do you want to call? 508-998-8858. Well, the good news about this legislation is that there are many, many benefits to investors and clients and people in general uh, that talk about um, making it easier to save money, more ways to use the funds. They've reduced some of the penalties. We're going to talk about some of the specifics of this. Yeah, we're going to get into more details about, especially and specifically, the 2.0 uh, part of the SECURE Act uh, and what changes uh, have been made in the past, oh gosh, it's been almost four years now since, well, no, three years, because it was the end of 2019. Uh, so it's been just over three years since the initial SECURE Act went into effect. Uh, and then we're also gonna have uh, some uh, discussion at the second half of the show about taxes and tax planning. You know, I was, I was thinking, uh, Pete, there's actually another um, organization or operation that I belong to that I read all their materials, and that's Ed Slot. Ed Slot is uh, frequently on public television and talks about mostly IRAs and retirement accounts and. I get his newsletters on a regular basis and have access to all of his materials as well. So, Lots of information gathering. You know, one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm revising my funeral and burial instructions. Uh, I know the law firm here has a, a form for that. And um, I got a new copy recently so I can update it. I was just thinking on my, on my tombstone, if I have a tombstone, I should have, he really loves taxes, or he really loved taxes, I guess would be better, wouldn't it? You love to pay taxes? or No, 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 no. Nobody loves to pay taxes. I tell people all the time, by the way, nobody has an obligation to pay more taxes than what they absolutely have to. And if you get proper advice and information, um, you won't have to. And some of the advice that we have given to clients over the years has saved our clients an enormous amount in taxes. Um, but thank you for the morbid thought of your tombstone. I appreciate that. Well, I don't really want a tombstone. I want a party. 
and I want to be cremated, and I want my ashes scattered all over the place. You're going to put the fun back in funeral. Yes. Very nice. So Will Rogers once said, the only difference between death and taxes is that death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets. Well, just really quickly thinking about, again, the morbid thought of, you know, planning for your funeral and uh, it's something that we actually encourage our clients to do and not really get morbid about it, but protect your loved ones and create a plan. Um, they're going to be grieving, uh, you know, enough without having to worry about, okay, what do I have to do to, you know, now bury my loved one and, and how do I take over the, the finances and what do I need to do? So one of the things that you can do and, and really create the best gift and the best legacy is to plan and get some life insurance in place and get some planning in place and put those things um, in writing. We do have, um, as you just mentioned, uh, guides that help people plan their own funeral and people do it you know, well in advance, hopefully, before their um, funeral, just so that way it gets done and out of the way. And everybody feels really relieved instead of morbid about it when they have it done. Yep, absolutely. Well, um, we're going to be taking a break in just a moment here, but I want to mention that uh, very quickly, we talked uh, last week about um, are we heading for a recession? A lot of pleasant things we get to talk about on the radio, don't we, Pete? And... Coincidentally, uh, just the last couple of days, front page story on the Wall Street Journal, Dell, Dell Computers is going to cut 5% of their staff amid PC slump. eBay is cutting 4% of its staff, and it's like every single day we're seeing something new in the Wall Street Journal about major companies laying off people. Hasbro has cut 15% of its workforce. I mean, it's it's a lot of tech companies, but just a lot of companies in general. Mm. Well, um, we really have a lot of substance to talk about today, and I do want to mention that we get from Advisors Excel something called a 2023 tax summary. It's two pages. It's very detailed. It talks about tax brackets and IRA and pension contribution limits, how much you can contribute, standard deductions. It shows uh, the uniform lifetime table for taking your required minimum distributions. It's a very useful one-page piece of paper. We have a lot of useful. If anybody wants a copy of that, get in touch with our office and uh, say, I'd like a copy of the 2023 tax summary. We'd be happy to send that to you. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. But stay tuned. We're going to come back right after a short break. Call now for your copy of the 2023 tax summary from USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today. 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about Secure 2.0, uh, a recent congressional act, and it has a lot of uh, interesting features for uh, income taxes and retirement plans. It cuts some of the penalties. Uh, in general, there's some very positive provisions about it. So we're going to talk about this with some specificity. And just to remind you, uh, my name is Ray Lance, and we're here this morning with Pete Lance, my partner, associate, and son, son, I'm your oh, son. Son, you I forgot you're my son. <laughs> of course you are. Yes, you've been my son for a very long time. The yeah, I would imagine since my birth. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with this segment with a Jewish proverb, Pete. Taxes grow without rain. That's a truism, if I ever heard one, right? That is. 
But it's funny because the IRS uh, makes, uh, well, the IRS doesn't make changes. Congress makes changes. But the Internal Revenue Code grows every single year. So let me tell you what the Bible has to say about taxes. This is from the uh, chapter of Luke, chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? It sure does. We're getting hit from everywhere. So taxes have been around for a long time. I mean, this is a biblical verse. So I'm going to give you one more quotation as we begin this segment. This is from Erwin Griswold. He was a very well-known uh, former dean of Harvard Law School. He was Solicitor General of the United States. And he said, we have long had death and taxes as the two standards of inevitability. But there are those who believe that death is the preferable of the two. Very nice. No, I'm not sure about that. But um, no, taxes are always a, a, a cause for um, concern and a cause for wanting to plan. Um, we ask questions all the time at seminars about, uh, you know, who here expects taxes to stay the same or go down? Raise your hand. Nobody raises their hand. Who expects taxes to go up? Everybody raises their hand because that's just what Congress does. Well, it's not only that, but taxes are scheduled to go up in the year 2025 by virtue of a tax law, which was known actually as the Trump Tax Act. Uh, Trump didn't really have anything to do with it. It had more to do with Congress passing an act. And what they did uh, during the Trump administration right at the beginning is they reduced tax rates for individuals on a temporary basis. So they are scheduled to go back up again in 2025. Yeah, you talked about that years ago, that it was going to happen. And it's it's just written into the, the tax law that it's going to happen. Well, well, let's come back to some specifics of the SECURE Act, if we could. I, I don't have it in front of me, and I wish I did, but, you know, sometimes the radio show takes us off topic and into a different um, area that we're not planned for. But I wish I had the exact amount of taxes that the colonists rebelled and had the Boston Tea Party against um, Great Britain, but it was minor and peanuts compared to what we pay now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was the principle of the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, one taxation without representation. I'm not really sure that we're represented very well now, though, either. Well, the old expression is, um, if you didn't like taxation without representation, you should see taxation with representation. (laughs) That's a good point, too. I like that. Yeah, I do, too. Well, um, all right. I'm going to save some of these quotes for a little bit later, but let's come into the uh, actual SECURE Act. I want to give a real highlight first. this material actually comes from one of the contributors to uh, Ed Slot. She works for the Ed Slot organization. And first of all, the uh, requirement for taking your minimum distribution, your RMD, or required minimum distribution, for many people is delayed until 2023, which is this year. Right. Now, initially, uh, the initial SECURE Act uh, was changing it from 70 and a half to age 72. So that was one of the positive things uh, is that you did not have to take a uh, distribution um, until age 72 and now that is up to age 73. So that is considered in our um, estimation for most people a positive thing because you don't have to take a distribution now. But I do want to mention that there's some complexities to it. So, as you said correctly, the required minimum distribution for many, many years was 70 and a half, um, and you had to start taking it uh, in that year or in the year that following the year in which you turned 70 half more accurately. Then the SECURE Act uh, in 2019 changed it to uh, age 72, and then for 2023, um, SECURE 2.0, has pushed it back again, so now it's age 73. But if you've already started taking your minimum distributions, that's not gonna help you. Um, Anyone who's currently taking required minimum distributions from their retirement accounts, let's say it's an IRA, under the old 70 and a half rule or the 72 uh, required minimum distribution age, uh, they're not gonna be impacted. They have to continue following their existing RMD schedules. So some of this stuff gets really complicated. One of the things that they took away uh, with the initial SECURE Act, and they didn't really change anything for the 2.0, is the stretch IRA. 
and that was something that we used to use for uh, retirement planning, tax planning. It was a really useful thing. Uh, you could stretch out uh, an inherited IRA over the beneficiary's life expectancy that now goes away. Um, so it would have been nice if they did something to maybe be a little bit more useful and helpful and maybe made the new rules where you have to take the distributions over um, or within a 10-year period, and there's some complexities to that as well, maybe they could have said, okay, 15 years or 20 years to at least stretch out that tax burden a little bit, but we can get it as some creative um, ways to, to look at that and, and possibly minimize the, the tax hit for having to take possibly a large inherited IRA um, tax burden. Well, the rules are complicated, and there are exceptions on top of exceptions on top of exceptions. Albert Einstein once said, the hardest thing in the world to understand is the income tax. And it's true. And it's only gotten more complicated. I mean, again, going back to the first segment, you really enjoy taxes, and uh, we do a lot of tax planning here. Uh, you have to as a financial advisor, but um, you purchase uh, a printed copy of the um, IRS tax code every year, and it's enormous. I mean, how many pages is it? Um, I'm not even sure, but it's it's very, very lengthy. Um, I've given up a long time ago counting. I want to come back for just a minute and um, basically, first of all, observe that we've got two dogs under the table and beside the table here. Uh, they were just chewing very noisily on a bone. It was only one of them. The other one's sleeping nice and being a good girl. But, yes, one of them was chewing very noisily on a bone. So we had to take the bone away. It sort of reminds you of the tax collection process. You know, the IRS is chewing very noisily on a bone. So, anyways, we get rid of the bone so the dog can't make that particular noise anymore. <laughs> this is a very family-friendly office, isn't it, Pete? It is. People love coming in and seeing the dogs. There's only, you know, a handful of clients who are either allergic to dogs or afraid of dogs, and we're always very mindful of that and just corral them down the other end of the office. But they're good. They're not, they're not uh, mean at all. They're both very friendly. I want to come back very quickly to what you were just saying about the stretch-out IRA. So, first of all, as I started to explain, there are many exceptions upon exceptions. So, the stretch-out IRA... Um, has many, many exceptions to it uh, for disability, for other purposes. Um, but in any event, um, the most important exception to an IRA distribution is for a surviving spouse. So if you're married and your spouse who has an IRA dies, the surviving spouse can use their own lifetime calculation for taking distributions from the IRA. They do a rollover into their own name and then they're not subject to this 10-year rule. It's an exception. And there are some other exceptions. So um, there are probably too many to go over on the radio, but I just wanted to let that particular point be made. Yeah, most the of the exceptions are very um, unlikely to qualify, um, in, but, it's, but there are some exceptions, yes. But for the most part, if you do inherit an IRA, you do have to now um, take that within 10 years and can no longer stretch it out over your life expectancy. Um, I want to come back, though, and mention that um, this Secure 2.0 um, expands other categories. For example, uh, in the past, if you didn't take out your required minimum distribution when you were supposed to and you, you forgot or you just didn't do it for some reason, Huge um, penalty. The IRS could charge you a 50% penalty. That's reduced. That's now been reduced to uh, 25%. Still a large penalty, but a lot you know, more understanding than 50%. That was a really massive penalty. That's the most important rule change, and many other exceptions and, and so forth. There are also IRA contribution age uh, limits that have been increased to contributing to IRAs. You used to only have up until age 70 and a half to contribute to an IRA. Now you can continue to contribute beyond that for those who are still working after that age. Uh, there's also some larger catch-up contributions. There's always been, you know, after age 55, an additional $1,000 a year as a catch-up provision. That's now been increased uh, up to um, certain salary um, ranges, however. So uh, I forgot, it's like $150,000 a year. Um, well, let's, let's come back to a couple of uh, 
key takeaways in the uh, Secure 2.0 Act, um, because besides reducing the early distribution penalty, um, there are just many, many other exceptions. There are approximately 100 changes that have been made in Secure 2.0 Act. Um, so we're not going to be able to cover all of them today, but we're going to talk about a few of them. Um, we're going to take a short break again, and then when we come back, we're going to get into more specifics of the Secure 2.0. And please stay tuned. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I want to start out by giving you a quotation from a gentleman named Dave Barry. And he said, it's income tax time again. Americans, time to gather up those receipts, get out those tax forms, sharpen up that pencil, and stab yourself in the aorta. <laughs> Jeez. I kind of <laughs> like that one. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> so, Pete, do you do your own income tax return? I do not. Okay, and I don't do my own income tax either. We use an outside service for that. Um, you know, we probably ought to have them as a guest sometime on the radio and talk about preparing your tax return and what you need to do to get ready. So I'm shaking heads over here with Randy, who's sitting in the corner, and she's in agreement. Let's plan a show on how to prepare for your income tax return. We've got time to do that. Um, after tax season. Well, she said, she said after tax season. Not necessarily. We want to give some advice to people who can get ready for tax season. We could get a, a CPA guest on the radio. Yep. And uh, we have referred a number of people to her. We don't do income taxes in our office. We do estate tax returns for uh, people who have to file an estate tax return. That's done not through what we do, Pete. That's done strictly through the law firm, isn't it? It is. Lance Law Inc. They're not part of... Our operation, they're a separate organization entirely, um, and they also don't give that kind of advice over the radio. One thing that um, we just recently decided that we're going to put together is uh, a whole guide from A to Z, but what happens if you have just lost your um, parent or your spouse? So we're going to put together a guide on that and, and have a radio show discussion on that as well, because a lot of people especially if they were not the, um, you know, the primary um, finance person in the household, uh, really are at a loss of, okay, I just lost my spouse. They were handling all the affairs. Now what do I do? So we're going to put together... You mean financial affairs, right? Not affairs. Estate affairs, financial affairs, yeah. Uh, so we're going to put together uh, an A to Z guide, and we'll have a radio show to coincide with that. Good. I think that's a good idea. And by the way, some of the rules that haven't changed are generally you don't touch your retirement accounts until you're at least 59 and a half, or you can pay penalties if you do. And again, like every other section of the tax code, there's exceptions upon exceptions upon exceptions. You can take distributions in equal installments. You can take money for education and certain hardships. So just many, many exceptions. What was that funny noise? Was that your dog shaking? So the dogs are still quite young. One is just under a year. One is about a year and a half. And so they're still young. And think of them as toddlers. And it's hard to have two toddlers in a room. They were sleeping quietly. And all of a sudden, they decided to start playing with one another. So I had to exit one of them from the room. And the other one got excited and decided to shake. And that was the collar and her tags that you heard. Okay. Pete, do you know what a 529 plan is? I do. And they're very useful for um, helping your um, your children, your grandchildren for uh, college. However, for education. For education, yeah, higher education. However, um, that's actually one of the changes with the new 
Secure Act 2.0, but it's not for everyone, and it's there are a lot of exceptions, as you like to say, um, for what they are now allowing. There's now a Roth rollover option for 529 plans. It doesn't begin until 2024, and it's limited circumstances, but the requirements that must be met, we can give you those guidelines. Um, and one of the things that must uh, occur is that the plan has to have been maintained for at least 15 years. Um, so it's not, also, gonna, it's not gonna help a lot of people, but it will help some people. The, the name of the 529 plan beneficiary must remain the same as well. Mm-hmm. So what happens if you put money aside into a 529 plan for education and then the child or the grandchild never goes to college and doesn't use the money? Uh, maybe you wanna change the beneficiaries or what this new section of the uh, Secure 2.0 Act does, it says, subject to all these little details, it allows you to roll over money from a 529 plan into a Roth IRA. Again, as Peter said, it's not effective until 2024, and it's not gonna help a lot of people, but it will help some people. If you happen to be in that category, we can get you more specific information on it. And just college planning in general, if you wanna have a discussion with us to how you can help out your loved ones, children, grandchildren, whatever, um, please sit down and, and have a discussion. But that is a, a, a potential option. Um, and, you know, people create these plans with the best interests in mind of the beneficiary, you know, the child or the grandchild, but not everybody is going to go to college or have a higher education. And we're kind of seeing it, we're sort of seeing a reversal. Uh, when would you say that it sort of became the norm for people to go to college, the 60s, 70s? Yeah, probably about that time. I think there's a lot more interest and emphasis on vocational uh, education today than there used to be. But um, we will be doing a show in the future uh, on college planning as well. And we've been talking about that for a while. So let's come back to a couple of things. Um, Ronald Reagan, uh, president, I always uh, admired him, said, the taxpayer, that's someone who works for the federal government but doesn't have to take a civil service exam. I wonder if he wrote that or somebody wrote it for him. I don't know. He was he was pretty smart. He uh, came up with a lot of quotes. My favorite is, of course, um, some people wonder their whole lives if they've ever made a difference. The Marines don't have that problem. Isn't that his quote? That is a quote from Reagan. <laughs> don't you feel that way every day? Well, I never went overseas, um, and I do wear Marine Corps jackets or hats from time to time and I get people coming up to me and say thanks for your service and I used to always say oh uh, thank you but I never went overseas and um, it doesn't matter I, you went to Marine Corps boot camp you served and you, you wrote helped. a blank check as they say for you know six years but I just say oh thank you I appreciate it and, and kind of move on but um, I, I appreciate people reaching out and saying that but sure I'm always proud of the fact that I served in the Marines, and my father and my grandfather. It's just, it's, it's a part of our heritage, isn't it? It sure is. I'm, I'm proud of it. All right, let's go back to secure. So how secure do you feel with the Secure 2.0, Pete? Does it make a big difference in your life? Again, not, it goes back right to what you said earlier. It sounds like you're <laughs> saying, how secure are you with your new adult depend diapers? Well, where do you get advice? If you need advice on, are there provisions in Secure 2.0 that can help you? You think you're gonna get it from the IRS? So here's something very interesting. At the beginning of this month, um, my Kiplinger tax letter said, last year, only 13% of people who called the IRS actually received a live person. Yeah, it's- uh, That's pretty stunning. It is. and. Not only that, it's going to take you probably hours on hold to reach that live person. Um, and they're not really able to give you advice. They can just sort of give you tax code. And, and you're not going to get a lot of useful information from the IRS if you can even reach someone. Well, I want to mention a couple of other things that um, Secure 2.0 did. So think about some of the things that happened in 2020, 2021, 2022 even. 
There were various tax credits that people were entitled to. You benefited from some of these on your own income tax return, Pete, like uh, child credits and um, a certain COVID tax breaks expired after 2021. So right now, amongst some of the lapsed COVID tax breaks, they had a higher and fully refundable uh, child credit. Uh, there was a higher earned income credit for workers who didn't have children. There were higher stimulus uh, payments made for people who um, contributed money to a charity but didn't itemize, and a lot of those things have now totally disappeared. So there have been many changes. Um, we can't answer all of those, but I can tell you this. If we don't have the answer or we don't do individual income tax returns here, um, we're going to refer you to somebody who can do that for you. Um, we have a very current case where somebody had received an unfortunate notice from the Internal Revenue Service that they owed a fairly large sum of money. We referred them to a, a tax preparation company that does work for our firms here, and they were able to knock it down to about 10% of what they were going to otherwise have to pay. So if we don't have the answer and can't solve your problem directly for you, we're going to refer you to somebody who can take care of it. Or just have them involved. Um, we will often have a phone conference or an in-person uh, meeting with a CPA or somebody like that. Um, and you, you want to know whether you think that our taxes are going to remain the same or go up. We talked about the fact that they are already um, scheduled to go up. The new $1.7 trillion spending bill, the 2023 Omnibus Budget Bill, um, $1.7 trillion. And uh, there's some good things in here, including um, the $2 trillion spending bill, or almost $2 trillion, increases funding for veteran administration medical care, which is phenomenal. That's something that has been severely lacking in this country. Um, but also some other expenses that you may or may not be uh, in agreement with, including $40 billion for um, assisting people with, uh, uh, well, this will be something that most people agree with, U.S. natural disasters like wildfires, flooding, and hurricanes, but also a large amount of assistance to the Ukraine and NATO allies. Think about what just happened with Turkey recently. Yep. So um, a quick summary before we take another break in just a moment here. Um, more than 100 changes in retirement rules were made by the SECURE Act 2.0. And between SECURE Act 1.0 and 2.0, uh, we have the most uh, significant changes to retirement rules in 40 years. So these rules impact anybody who has a retirement account. Um, if we can't answer the question, we'll help research it. We'll help you get the answer. Give us a call at 508 998 8858. We'll be happy to work with you and help you. So we're going to take uh, a short break and then we will be right back with some more information about the SECURE Act and ask you, how secure do you feel right now? Call now for your copy of the 2023 tax summary from USA Wealth Group. 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. Peter, I can't say the words that I want to think about you right now. <laughs> He's over here mimicking my mouth. Um, so that doesn't make me laugh. It makes me annoyed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just knew what you were going to say. Well, welcome back. So Jean-Baptiste Colbert once said, the art of taxation consists in so plucking the goose as to obtain the largest amount of feathers with the least amount of hissing. What do you think? So we're all geese, huh? 
No. I think we are. <laughs> well, I think we're all geese in some ways. <clears throat> Plucking the goose and your goose is cooked and so forth. So let's come back to the uh, SECURE Act and some important changes. So we've already said that the SECURE Act of 2019, and uh, which is the original one, and SECURE Act 2.0 um, really are designed to fortify retirement benefits for Americans. And between the two of them, they're the most significant legal changes which help people with their retirement in 40 years. Um, it's complicated. So, for example, what's going to happen if you have beneficiaries who are not spousal beneficiaries? Uh, essentially, you may be looking at a 10-year withdrawal period for your beneficiaries. Again, there are some very special circumstances um, that can avoid that 10-year window, but it's very few and far between that that's going to relate to anyone listening. Yep. So the fact that you have to take a required minimum distribution, how is that going to impact your retirement strategies and your income? Uh, what can your beneficiaries do so they won't get hit with a really large tax burden when you pass away and they have to take the money out over a 10-year period? Some people, um, some of our clients, you know, they, they need the RMDs and we use it as part of an income plan for them. Um, some clients have larger assets and they don't want to take their RMDs and they want to, you know, have the accounts, you know, hopefully grow for longer periods of time before having to take distributions. So um, it's overall a positive thing that it's now age 73 that um, you have to take a distribution uh, because those of you who need to take a distribution, you can still take it. And those of you who want to delay it and hopefully, again, have the accounts grow uh, for a longer period of time can now wait an extra year. I want to mention that we have a large amount of what I will consider proprietary material that we're not going to just give it all out to somebody who calls and says, send me all your reports. We don't function that way. But we're happy to give you a report that might be relevant to you and then suggest come in and we'll talk about it further. So I want to just mention we have five tax reports relating to retirement and the SECURE Act right now that we can provide. Uh, one is called the SECURE Act and SECURE Act 2.0, what you need to know. This is from Advisors Excel. Then there's something called the three-year tax planning strategies to deploy year-round. General things you got to think about for investments, postponing income, for example, is one of the things you could use. or optimizing your deductions and credits or selling assets strategically those ideas are covered there how will the secure act 2.0 affect your retirement catch-up contributions do you know that now if you have earned income if you continue to work past normal retirement age you can still contribute to a retirement account and a lot of people don't realize that you used to be age 70 and a half uh, now you can continue to do that um, you have to be working, of course, to contribute to an IRA. Um, we have, as you're alluding to and what you just said, is a wealth of information, and some of these are called the wealth reports. Um, we have cubbies down in our office that have every single bit of information you could possibly want to read. So we have information here that we're happy to share with you and provide to you. That's why we have it in these cubbies. That's a funny word, cubbies. What does it mean, cubby hole? Yeah. Okay. I think of it, I mean, when you think of it, it's, I think of my nine-year-old daughter has a cubby at school, but I don't know what else we would use as a word to... <laughs> How about storage bunker? That's a little more cold. And <laughs> it is. So let me just mention really quickly, because uh, I've got five reports spread out in front. We have got one called tax planning in today's economic <clears throat> environment and take charge of your taxes, knowledge you need for proactive planning. These are just five publications that we have right here from uh, Advisors Excel. So there's a lot of good information, but we wanna make sure that when you're planning that you're not gonna just pass on a huge tax burden to your beneficiaries. For example, you mentioned, what if you don't really need to take your IRA money, you don't really need it for income purposes? Why don't you take the money, pay the taxes on it, and maybe you could put it towards a life insurance policy, which will go tax-free to your beneficiaries. We'll say that some of our clients, and this is true, it's very um, much in the minority, but some clients 
don't have a great relationship with their children and they don't care <laughs> if they leave a tax burden. Well, then they may want to leave more money to a charity. And I've had clients that have done that before. I a, a couple up in the Middleborough area, for example, that um, had a couple million dollar estate. They were both retired. They didn't have any. Um, they had no children, children, no close beneficiaries and they wanted to leave a million dollars for a scholarship fund for the school that they both had worked for and another million dollars to help create a hockey rink in their town. And I looked at their income and said, you've got a lot more income than what you need. How would you like to leave more money to charity? Well, there's a way you can do that. Take some of that excess income that you don't need for living purposes and use it to fund a second to die life insurance policy. And they bought a $3 million second to die life insurance policy. The net result, they left $5 million to the charities instead of $2 million. There's many, many tax and planning things that you can do. Life insurance is an extremely valuable tool and it goes back to what I talked about in the second segment, I believe, that a lot of people don't like to think about doing um, funeral and burial planning and, and life insurance planning, but it's an enormous relief when somebody does do that, and it's a great gift to leave your loved ones, to your spouse, to your children, to whoever. Um, again, they're dealing with enough just having to deal with your loss. If you can have some things planned out and have some money to pay for the funeral and burial, you're giving them an enormous gift. I can't tell you how many people reach out to me yearly saying, Pops died without any life insurance. Now we don't have enough money to pay for his funeral. Or so many different circumstances like that. Just do something to plan and protect. Well, and the other thing is that if you take the time to do the planning, Pete, you can pay less taxes than what you might otherwise need to do. And you can leave a larger benefit to whatever beneficiary you choose to benefit, whether it's family members or charities. So planning is so critical. So here's some quick questions I want to run through um, as we wind down today. Um, how can you make the most of the catch-up provisions? So if you're over a certain age, for many people it's 50, you can contribute more to a retirement account. And again, you need to generally have earned income in order to put money into a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Um, how can you best plan for potential tax implications when it's time to withdraw money? Uh, how is the SECURE Act going to impact your personal family? If you don't know answers to that questions, those questions, you're uh, operating in the blind. So we can answer a lot of that for you. Can you still leave a tax-deferred inheritance to your beneficiaries? Sure. Put money into life insurance as an example. That's a great way to solve some problems. So there's so many, many things that you can do. Um, because of this... Uh, Elimination of the stretch IRA. Which took place before this new 2.0. Yep. And created this 10-year period for non-spousal beneficiaries. Um, that can be a significant uh, tax burden to your family. So you put money aside thinking, I've got all this wonderful money. I'm going to make my children the beneficiaries of it. And guess what? They're still working. They're still in maybe their highest tax bracket when you pass away. So they've already got high taxes to pay, and now they have to take money out over a 10-year period from your IRA account, and that's going to put them into a larger tax bracket. What can you do to eliminate that? And by the way, we've done some wonderful things helping people do gifting. The simple act of gifting is something you can do. We're not going to go into the detailed gifting rules today because we certainly won't have time to do that. There are some very detailed gifting rules, and you have to be a little bit cautious, but uh, come speak to us and we can guide you in that direction. Some of our clients have wanted to leave uh, their assets to their loved ones only after they go. Um, don't really want their loved ones to know how much they actually have. Others really very much enjoy giving either a one-time gift or um, sometimes an annual gift right before the holidays and they like to see the um, children, grandchildren enjoy the money um, and make it something that they can look forward to. You do have to be careful with that though, especially if it's an annual thing. You have to make it um, more of a real conversation because we have had some clients who one year decided that they didn't want to do any gifting for one reason or another and the children or grandchildren came to expect it and were like, hey, what the heck, where's the money? Hmm. 
I want to give you a very important tax preparation uh, filing quotation uh, from Jimmy Kimmel. Uh-oh. He said, because of a holiday, the tax deadline for filing taxes this year is April 18th. So you have three extra days to dig through restaurant dumpsters for receipts. Now that's kind of a silly one. But we do have um, we have heard of clients who keep all of their receipts and pizza boxes on top of their fridge or in shoe boxes, which is a little bit silly, but we do see that from time to time. Well, our job here is really simple. Um, we know probably a lot more about taxes and tax planning and retirement planning and retirement accounts than the average person because it's what we do. Um, not everybody can know everything or be an expert in everything. We're here to help. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. I would rather leave money to my family than to the government. And you can make that choice. So thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Give us a call. We're here to help you. And thank you again for listening. We'll see you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.